Hey everybody, it's Harmony Knight and welcome to this week's episode Lost in Paris. Join my amazing friend Kayla and I as we walk you through our adventure in Paris. As always, be sure to like and subscribe for weekly episode updates and submit your stories with an opportunity to be featured on Dear Harmony. Visit HarmonyKnight.com today to submit your stories. All right, everybody, welcome back to this episode of Dear Harmony. Today, I have one of my very best friends joining us, Kaylin. Kaylin, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm fine and dandy like a hard candy Christmas. Now, Kaylin, we've known each other now for almost almost a year. Yeah. I feel like it's been long. I feel like it's been a lot longer than that, though. Yeah, I agree. It does feel like it's been longer than that. I feel like we've just been soulmates waiting to connect in life. I agree. And so so we met at work. And so we worked together at an amazing company. And tell us a little bit about yourself, Kaylin. Where'd you come from? What's your story? Um, Well, I'm originally from California. And like every Californian, we always moved to Oklahoma. Don't know why. <laughs> we always, like everyone that's from California always moves from to Oklahoma. But moved to Oklahoma with my family and I've been here uh, since I was a kid. Well, kind of a kid. But yeah, so I've been here and just school and work and enjoying the Oklahoman life. So, what yeah. is there to enjoy in Oklahoma? <laughs> Uh, not knowing what clothes to wear for the day because the weather is so terrible that is true (laughs) it's it's a lottery every day you never know what the weather is going to be in Oklahoma seriously five seasons in a day and there's only four yeah (laughs) it adds an extra one in just for a little zest (laughs) but Kaylin I'm super excited that you're joining us for the podcast we we took a trip to Paris and I'm super excited about this podcast because we're going to take the listeners on the journey of the shenanigans <laughs> that we went through while in Paris. So I figured we might as well just go ahead and dive in and start from the top of the day of when we started our trip to Paris. So first, let, let's talk about how we decided to go to Paris. Okay. Um, because honestly, it was a week before the trip yeah you you were sitting in the break room and I was up at the front and I come around the corner in the break room and I just yelled does anybody want to go to Paris with me next week and out of nowhere here pops up your little head and you're like yeah I'll go (laughs) and the crazy thing is is that we hadn't really talked to each other very much because I had just changed shifts from working in the afternoon to the morning right so we we really didn't work together too much because I was on mornings and you were on afternoons and you switched over to the morning. So we started working together. I would probably say that was maybe like, what, three or four weeks total? Yeah, yeah, not very long. And and so our friendship was still fairly, really new at that point in time. And so of course we're we're taking this spontaneous trip and we're, we're trying to figure out what days we can go and what days would work. And we realized that the only days we had off would be two consecutive days, which would be a total of 48 hours. Yeah. Not a lot of time. Not a lot of time. So at that point, we pretty much just decided, okay, we're going to go, we're going to stay one night in Paris and come back the next day. And so instantly, I I put you in charge of finding the hotel. So you literally, (laughs) I remember at work, instead of working, we were sitting on the couch (laughs) in the break room looking through hotels to to stay at. Okay, to be fair, it might have been our break time. Well, I'm sure it wasn't, but <laughs> but we we just went and dove in and just started looking for things to do. And and my favorite thing that I remember is every day I would come back leading up to the trip to work, you would say, while we're in Paris, we need to do this. While we're in Paris, we need to do this. And you kept adding and adding and adding <laughs> to our laundry list. I was like, Kaylin. We're literally going to be in Paris for 26 hours total. We can try to get all of these things in, but your laundry list is longer than uh, like a three week trip span of what people normally do while in Paris. I'm super ambitious. <laughs> very, very ambitious. <clears throat> so we, we planned it within a week 
And then let's let's move forward to the day that we actually leave for the trip. So, okay. so you and I work the morning shift 4 a.m. until 1230. Yes. And our flight left at what time? Uh, well, it was the afternoon flight. So it was like 12 something. I think it was like 1215. So we literally clocked out of work early and ran to get on the plane still in our uniforms from work <laughs> and take the plane to Atlanta. So then once we get into Atlanta, at that point in time, we're ready, to, we're kind of just already exhausted because we worked the whole day. I'm pretty sure we slept on the plane to Atlanta. Oh, absolutely. I'm pretty sure we did. And, in our work uniforms just drooling on each other. <laughs> and then of course we get to Atlanta and I'm like, oh listen, the terminal we're flying out of to go to Paris has the best bathrooms. Like we'll the best, the quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, literally the best bathrooms. So we'll go change in the bathrooms. And sure enough, what happens? It was the nastiest bathroom I've ever been in in my whole entire life. <laughs> they they were absolutely horrible <laughs> so bad and I didn't want to say anything because I was like oh he, he thinks it's like the best bathroom <laughs> like, we sat down and we both looked at each other we're like those bathrooms were so nasty <laughs> <laughs> they were so gross I don't know what terminal I was thinking of but those were not the bathrooms <laughs> I was talking about <laughs> And the stalls were tiny and I was over here trying to oh, open my, my suitcase gosh. and change and it was horrible. I'm not gonna lie, it was so bad. I thought someone might like might have taken my bag from under the stall door. <laughs> like that's to describe how nasty it was. Oh my goodness. It's so true. And I I didn't want to like touch the floor, so I kept No. <laughs> so I kept wearing my shoes. Like I would take one thing off and put my shoe back on. Oh my goodness. But then something I forgot and I just remembered was our flight from Atlanta to Paris was actually delayed. Oh yeah, it was. And I, I didn't remember how long it was delayed, but I remember that it was cutting into our time of actually being able to do things. I think it was at least like an hour or so. So, and of course with this trip that we had planned, that was like an, a valuable hour that we were losing. So. Major. So we, we check in with the gate agent. We're like, hey, you know, what's going on? The guy was super nice, you know, upgrades our seats to premium select on this aircraft. And so we get on the plane. And so we sit down. It's myself in the aisle, you in the middle, and then another individual on the aisle on the other side of you. And so once the plane started going, like every the plane takes off, they get on the announcements and let us know that the TVs on the aircraft aren't working. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. <clears throat> and so then we got to meet the person next to us because we just casually start conversations with everyone we meet. <laughs> <laughs> and so we met Caroline, right? Right, Caroline. She was so sweet. She literally was the sweetest. What, what did she do for, she was telling us like her life story and I can't remember all of it. Um, I'm pretty sure her family lived in Germany. Somewhere. Yeah, she lives in Germany, and then someone here, like in the U.S., lives here, too. Oh, that's right. I think it was outside of Atlanta. Yeah, because Like, she... her parents lived in the United States, but her and her husband lived in right. Germany. Yes. So, she just traveled back and forth. Oh, she was there for the holidays, because we, we went in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, closer to that's Christmas right. when we went. That's so right. She was... That's right she went back for Thanksgiving and was staying longer and was going back to Germany for work because she was an opera singer. It's Remember all, it's what all she kind of... sang on the plane. What? Remember what she sang on the plane? Yes, because we were like, no way, you're not an opera singer. And she finally She's did like, sing Oh yeah, song. watch this. <laughs> but she was so cool. So the thing that I loved was she was she was so nice like we literally sat there and talked to her for hours on this flight because the flight was like 12 hours well it was how long 11 hours something like that I know it was 
maybe like nine or ten. Yeah, I think it was nine on the way there, 11 on the way back. Yeah, it was longer on the way back. <laughs> but since we didn't have any of like the TVs or anything working on the aircraft, we were kind of just bored sitting there chit-chatting with each other. And she pulls out her iPad. <laughs> this giant iPad, by the way. Yeah, it was huge. It was like an iPad Pro or something like that. It looked like a whole TV. Like it was humongous. <clears throat> but she decided to share she was so nice she decided to share like her movie with us <laughs> so we connected my airpods to her ipad and her airpods to the ipad which i didn't even know you could do like i didn't even know that was a real thing i don't even own airpods so i was all amazed the whole yeah. time <laughs> and i was i was just flabbergasted by the technology i'm like i don't understand them computers <laughs> But we watched him we watched that one movie it was the one with uh jennifer coolidge um it was the oh, gay christmas was... movie yeah what was it i don't remember what it was called i don't know but that was so funny it was on netflix but it was such a good movie and jennifer coolidge is one of the best people in the world so 10 out of 10 would recommend don't know the name of it but we recommend <laughs> it <laughs> absolutely <clears throat> So at this point, we take this long flight. Now you have to remember, we have been up since two o'clock in the morning, Central Standard Time. We worked a full eight hour, almost a full eight hour shift, then got on a nine hour, well, a three hour flight to Atlanta and then a nine hour flight, 10 hour flight to Paris. So we've already had like a really long day and we're exhausted from traveling and being awake forever. And then we get into Paris. So what was like your first reaction when we landed in the airport in Paris? Like what was the first thing that ran through your mind? I feel like I was just delusional from not sleeping and I wasn't <laughs> sure if we were actually there or not. I, I guess like, I could I, I could relate to that. <laughs> like I think I probably said it like a million times, like even throughout our whole trip, I was like, I can't believe this. I can't believe we're here. <laughs> I, <laughs> am I dreaming? Like <laughs> But I was it's just so like, true. I couldn't believe that we actually like, not like in a way, like pulled it off, you know? Right. And it was one of those things where you, when you land in the airport in another country, it doesn't, it, it feels like you're in a twilight zone because everything's in a different language and everybody, there's just like so much hustle and bustle and their airport was so pretty. It like, was it looked, gorgeous. It was beautiful. The Charles de Gaulle airport is they keep it so clean. And I was like, there, there's no airport in the United States that looks like this. <laughs> no. And so then we get in the taxi and we're like, okay, so we landed in the airport and our hotel was right next to probably what, maybe four or five blocks from the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, definitely. It was really close. It was super close. So we had to take a taxi all the way into the city from the airport. And of course, I'm the worst where I can ride on an airplane, I can drive a car, I can do this, but I cannot sit in the backseat of a car because I get super car sick. And so I just remember both of us were exhausted and I remember looking over at you and your face just, your jaw dropped and you're like, are you okay? Because <laughs> I definitely thought I was going to pass out. Yeah, you look super pale and like leaning, <laughs> like sagging against the window. And I'm just like, are you good? <laughs> but then, so the thing that I thought was creepy is I was getting ready to ask the cab driver to pull over so I could literally open the, open the door and like throw up outside of the, the door because I was that car sick. <laughs> but he pulls over in this little gas station and I was like, oh my God, we're going to get murdered. I was like, this, this is where we die. He's going to stop. <laughs> He's getting out of the car in this random truck stop on the side of the road he doesn't speak hardly any english <laughs> okay i'm sorry but the taxi driver that spoke english was more expensive okay and we had other things to do than spend our money on <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair and i think both of us understand french enough to make it through but but it was kind of stressful because okay tell me i'm i'm not the only one in this scenario like i definitely thought he was going to murder us <laughs> I mean, he was really creepy. I don't, maybe it was because like he didn't have any clue what the hell we were saying the whole time in the car. 
or like he was also late picking us up so he wasn't sure if we were mad or you know so I don't know it's probably a combination of things but definitely like without saying anything or even like like just making a sound to let us know that he was pulling off into this (laughs) random like parking lot like yeah I was a little concerned at first I was like uh do you remember me like leaning over into the front seat and like looking through his stuff yeah (laughs) (laughs) not like looking through it but just like okay he has this and this and that and (laughs) he has a book so he must be normal like (laughs) and and all in all the poor guy just needed to use the restroom in this little gas station (laughs) bless his heart and we're over here automatically assuming he's this this mass murderer that just kills Americans. (laughs) You never know. It's true. You really never know. So we take, we take that taxi ride. It was a long taxi ride. It was a far, it was a long taxi ride into the city. Now, once we get to the hotel, we, we stayed at this beautiful, beautiful hotel, like a boutique hotel. Like, like we said, it was really close to the Eiffel Tower. And I can't remember the name of the hotel. What was it called? It's called Hotel Le Walt. Le Walt, right. Yeah. And so we we couldn't even check into the hotel. <laughs> we show up in our dirty clothes for like two days worth of clothes. Seriously, at this point, it's almost been two days, it feels like. We show up and we're like, oh, we have a reservation. And she goes, you can't check in yet. And we're like, what? And it's like 3 p.m. at this time or something, right? Like it's later well, it in the was- afternoon. No, it was still a little early because we went and got lunch. So I would say it was probably almost 11 o'clock or noon Paris time by the time we got to the hotel. Right, right. And she said we couldn't check in till three or something like that. Right, right. So here we are standing in this middle of this hotel lobby, just Mm -hmm. staring at each other because we're both ready to just take a shower. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we just stood there and looked at her for a hot minute and she's like, uh, okay. Uh, I can't do anything for you. <laughs> so we decided, we're like, you know what? We, we don't care. We don't have time to waste. We're only here for a certain amount of hours. Like the time, the, the clock was ticking at this point. I feel like we were on one of those TV shows where they give you a set amount of time to meet all of these goals and all of these landmarks. Oh and we were God. just on a mad rush to see everything. Seriously. So they offered to hold our luggage for us, which was nice. So we pretty much just dropped off our luggage and just turned around and walked out the door and we're like, well, let's take on Paris. We really were. We were just like, okay, well, what do you want to do first? (laughs) What was the first? Oh, we went and had lunch first. Yes, we went and had lunch. And I think we just, we walked around for a little while and we tried to like look it up on our phones we're like well we can go here we can go here and then we ended up walking down this like alleyway like a really like small street and then all of a sudden there was like these restaurants and I think you saw like on the menu the french like onion soup or whatever yes and you're like all right we're eating here and I was like I'm down (laughs) (laughs) well it was kind of chilly while we were there like it was oh my gosh it was so cold and so I was like I really want something warm to eat and so we walked down that small alley and I remember there was all this like it literally was like we walked down this alley and then all of a sudden there was restaurants everywhere yeah and so we Which went to this I thought little, that was so cool it was cool because it shows like the roads are so twisty and literally they all of the little back alleys and stuff like that it was it was kind of like a magic trick it was honestly pretty cool it really was so we, we go to this restaurant and of course the waitress is kind of rude <laughs> <laughs> because she, she, she greets us in French and we're like, hi. And she's like, oh, have a seat over here. <laughs> <laughs> but I had the French onion soup because I wanted something warm. I can't, you had a, what did you have? Oh, avocado okay. toast. So my dumb self was like, oh yeah, I'm going to have avocado toast. Cause like, that's warm too. Like a warm egg on some toast with avocado and they bring it out and it's cold as ice and it's this <laughs> soggy like glop of an egg and I'm like 
I tried to eat as much of it as I could without puking, but honestly, it was just sitting at the back of my throat and I wanted to hurl it uh, so bad. Like, it was terrible. Uh, that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that I, I loved about that meal is, I mean, it was really kind of like a true French experience because of the way they they present the meals. Like, you start out with water or whatever you would like to drink. And they, mm-hmm. they bring over bottled water for the table for you to pour yeah. into your glass cup. And then, you know, we had our entree of whatever we wanted and then we had coffee and then they have dessert or, and everything like that. So it was nice to sit down and just have coffee after. Like, I don't know why Americans don't do that, but just having coffee, I mean, they did back in the day, but nowadays, I mean, that's not something that's normal. I bet if you did that at a restaurant, people would look at you crazy. I think because we kind of rush more here. Like, we're always on the go. We don't have time to just sit and enjoy someone else's yeah. time or, like, our own time or a meal. Like, we eat it and then we're done, you know? Yeah, that's true, I guess. And then, of course, while we were sitting there, we were kind of just people watching because we were on this little, like, patio. It was it was like an outdoor, indoor-outdoor bistro. And we were sitting on the outdoor side, but they had these, like, glass... <laughs> tent things keep to keep us warm with heaters and stuff like that but we were literally like pressed up against the glass (laughs) watching the men walk by (laughs) oh yes we were (laughs) and and I'll never forget the guy like a couple of them knew that we were hardcore staring at them and they would just (laughs) laugh as they would walk by okay but like they knew they knew what they were doing like they were just like with that strut and then the side (laughs) glance and then it's like okay I'm obviously can't look away (laughs) well to be fair and you and I can both agree on this the men in Paris Parisian men are the most beautiful and French men are literally the most beautiful people in the whole wide world I swear every single man that walked past us on the street were like, oh, he's beautiful. Or, he's so pretty. Like, <laughs> just the whole time. Literally every person we saw, I was like, everyone here is beautiful. The women, as like women, the only everyone. The only ugly people there were was me and the other <laughs> Americans. Like <laughs> stop. <laughs> But I, I'm for real. I was like, there's no way. This has to be a fairy tale. I was like, all of these people are beautiful. I was like, it doesn't make sense to me. It was kind of surreal. It was like, <clears throat> I don't know. It was it was just like, they were just so perfect, you know? Uh, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then while we were sitting there at lunch, we decided some someone, one of our coworkers recommended doing the hop on hop off bus tour. And so originally the game plan was we were going to go to Paris to go to the Louvre Museum. Right. Like that was that was the original goal. We were like, we're going to hit the Louvre. We're going to spend all day there. We're going to just run around. We want to see Mona Lisa. We want to do all this stuff. And of course, the day that we go is the day <laughs> that they're closed. <laughs> Our luck. <laughs> so... The Louvre is closed, so that took out a huge chunk of our our game plan. But while we were sitting there, we decided to do the hop on hop off bus, which was only like, it was like what forty dollars. I think it was less than that, like thirty something. Yeah, I think it was like thirty something per person. But honestly, I think that was the best $30 I've ever spent. Oh, it was. And it was like the smartest thing we could have done, I feel like. One, because it was cold as shit. (laughs) (laughs) And two, it literally was so much cheaper than taking a taxi to all of the the landmarks. Mm -hmm. And definitely be walking. We didn't have time to walk to all of those places. Like if we would have walked. Absolutely not. We we would have been SOL. So. (laughs) And lost. And we'll get to that. Sorry, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Giving you context clues. We get lost in Paris. We'll tell you in a minute. (laughs) So this tour bus is like those, what you see in movies. Like it's the double-decker red bus. Like the top is open and the bottom is enclosed. 
they give you headphones when you get on to plug in to listen to like the tour guide, all of this stuff. So we leave lunch. Well, while we're at lunch, we buy tickets to the bus, the, the hop on hop off bus is what it's called. <clears throat> and then we're like, okay, well, let's walk over. They have a pickup spot over at the Eiffel Tower. Well, don't so we forget the bookstore. Oh, right, 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 right. So before we, yes. So one of my goals while in Paris on my laundry list was to <laughs> visit a bookstore because I wanted to get some traditional books in French. And so I, while sitting at lunch, I sit there and Google and like closest bookstore. And I'm like, oh, no way. There's one literally right around the corner. And so I was like, let's, let's see if we can find it. We literally walk out of the restaurant and it's directly <laughs> across the street from us. <laughs> yeah, it was a right there. And of course, so we take it, we take some time and we walk into this bookstore and we're just flipping through all of the books. Not a single soul in the building spoke English. Everybody spoke French. And here's Kaylin and I just pretending that we know French fluently. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping through these books like, oh, yes, but of course, yes. <laughs> but of the, course. The, fin the finest French literature. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, they have this book in English. Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, I've, oh, I've read this one in English, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but at that point I mean everybody was just kind of walking around us like they didn't even pay attention to it I feel like they were just like we'll just let these two do whatever they want to do like these crazy people what the hell are they doing exactly <laughs> but I ended up not buying any books I was kind of sad about it well I also thought about it and I was like the reason I didn't want to buy any because I didn't want to lug them around all day yeah that too because we were like well we can't go back to the hotel we're gonna go do this we're gonna go do that so I ended up not buying books, which is one of my biggest regrets about the trip, but I'm going to go back and buy books. Or if somebody's in Paris and wants to send me books, please send me books. <laughs> <laughs> so then we decide to walk over to the Eiffel Tower to meet the bus with the hop on, hop on, hop on, hop off tour bus. And I just remember we literally were walking down the street and we turned the corner and it was just like, bam, there was the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. That like was just, so amazing. It oh. just like came out of nowhere. Yeah, because all so, the buildings are so tall. Like you can't like see over them or like very far past them. So it's like once you pass that last building where the clearing is, it's just like, wow. And it kind of like, it's so breathtaking because it's such a huge like structure like it's it's humongous you don't realize how big it is until you see it in person I still can't believe we went there <laughs> <laughs> and here we are telling here the story of our, our crazy adventure but it it was so cool because they had I mean they take such good care of the land that's around like I, I can't even ex describe it like it's huge the space is huge they have that clearing that goes all the way up to, what was the museum that was in front of the Eiffel Tower? Was that the Modern Art Museum? On the other side? Yeah, I know the military, the, yeah, the, military. the military school was on one side. Mm -hmm. And then the and other side of it. I think it was the modern, the modern one, the modern it was art. Some, it was some art museum and the, the architecture is, phenomenal oh my god it was literally it's just so crazy to think about like that's been there for so long yeah Ugh. a long time and it and it doesn't even it looks brand new like it just really the, does. the upkeep that they do I swear they scrub those tiles and stuff with toothbrushes like it's just so amazing so of course we take a bunch of selfies like tourists at the, <laughs> at the Eiffel Tower because like you do <clears throat> I think at one point we were just like you know what we're tourists like we are gonna do like the most we're taking pictures of everything okay no maybe it was just me I was like I need to take a picture of this I need to take a picture of that I I definitely think you took more pictures than me but we were both there I was yeah. like I'm just, I'm just here to live in the moment I'm like I'm I, at this point I'm exhausted I don't even know what day it is <laughs> <laughs> you're like what's happening and so then we get, we finally get on the hop on hop off bus tour and 
It was so cool because they give you the pair of headphones or whatever it is, and you plug it into the little speaker at your seat. And it there's a tour guide that you can select like what language you want, and it tells you all of the history of all of this stuff. And so, of course, they kept playing that Edith Pierre song over and over and <laughs> over and over. And I just remember leaning over to you and I was like, if they play this song one more time, I'm going to jump <laughs> off the top of this bus. <laughs> but where was the first stop we went to? We went from the Eiffel Tower. We stayed on the bus for quite a bit of time and we got off on the at the Louvre, right? Um, yes, yes. We we went, that was the first we, place that we got off. Because we went and took pictures with the glass triangle sculptures while it was still daylight. And we went over by like the giant Ferris wheel and then the Christmas market. I almost yes. forgot about the Christmas market. Oh, how could you forget? I almost did. But so we, how did we even get over to the Christmas market? Oh, someone told us about the Christmas markets. And they Yes, yes, Jennifer did. Yes, our friend Jennifer was like, you need to go to the Christmas market. Oh, because she wanted a Christmas ornament. that, And you wanted to get Christmas gifts for your family. I completely forgot about this part. And so tell them about, tell them about how the experience at the Christmas market, like what is a Christmas market and the experience? Okay, so first, I've never even, like I didn't even know about a Christmas market until Jennifer told us about it well like while we were planning our trip and I was just like searching through all of them and looking at pictures and it's seriously like in the movies like it looks like like the town's Christmas like festival but it's just like a pop-up block of Christmas and like when you yeah. first walk in like on the outside it looks like it's seriously just cased in so you go through an entrance and then you walk in and it's like holy cow, I'm in like Christmas land. Like it looks amazing. There's like Christmas decorations everywhere. There's giant Santa Clauses. Like it's. And it smelled so good. <laughs> oh my gosh, the food. I wish we could have just stayed there and like eaten everything. And every, every, I feel like every little stand, it was like individual little, they look like garages. Like it was like a little. Yeah like a pop-up garage but they were so close together that it created this like little village it looked like a hallmark movie <laughs> and they and they had like carnival rides they had all kinds of crazy stuff but i feel oh, like each gosh. vendor had what it was the hot wine oh is it malted wine Mal malted wine is that what it's called i think so i can't remember but they have like these giant pots of like red wine they put cinnamon sticks, fresh fruit, fresh cranberries. It's, I guess it's like a really big thing in the winter time in these countries. And I, I wish I would have tried it while I was there. I agree. I wish I would have too. I'm not going to lie. The smell at first was like really overtaking. Like it was just so yeah. strong, but I feel like it would have been so delicious too. Like I wish and I would have tried it. A little side note is my next trip that I took when I went to New York, I went to this little French bistro, like little dive bar restaurant while in New York and they had it there. And I was, well, I was talking to the waitress because she was from Paris and I was mm -hmm. telling her, I was like, oh my goodness, you know, they had this wine and she was telling me all about it. And I was like, do you guys have that here? She said, absolutely. It's a holiday favorite. So I tried it while I was in New York. And it was actually really, really, really good. I got really drunk really quick off of it. <laughs> <laughs> so next time we go to Paris, we definitely need to have it while we're there for Christmas because for I, sure. that, I'm adding that to my list of things I should have done while I was in Paris. So if you're ever in Paris, have the, the hot wine if you're there in the winter. It, it was so good. So good. But I mean, you got most of your Christmas shopping done in the market. Yeah, I did. We stopped at like, that Russian, I think it was Russian, like the Russian dolls and trinkets and stuff. And I got my mom one of those. What are they called? They're they like go into each other and like. Oh, I, I don't know. I know what you're talking about. It's the, well, the like little pop things. So like it starts with a big one, then it goes mm -hmm. all the way down to a little baby one, and they're really famous in Russia. Yes. So I got I, my mom 
one of those and it was so cute but I really loved the thing you got for your dad the the wooden thing yes it's like a wooden sculpture but like you put it together and then once you're finished it moves so it's like this this animated figure that you can create out of wood and it is literally the coolest thing ever and I remember like the stand, the the vendor that was selling those had like 40 of them set up and they were all oh moving. Wasn't it I, so magical? It I felt like I was a kid in a toy store, like yeah. going through going through that market. I I don't I don't know if it was just the Christmas spirit or Santa Claus himself kissing <laughs> me on the forehead, but I I felt like I was in Christmas Wonderland. <clears throat> it was amazing. Like it made me definitely feel like a kid again. Definitely. Absolutely. And I, that's where I got Jennifer that little hand painted, um, cause Jennifer collects Christmas ornaments from different countries. And so I got her a Paris Christmas ornament. It was dark purple and it was hand painted and it had the Eiffel tower on it. It was, I mean, there were so many things in those markets that you could get. There was jewelry, there was food. I mean, oh, every- do you remember the glass, the glass one where they were hand making glass ornaments and everything? Oh, yeah, yeah, like right in front of you. Yeah. Uh, Such a magical place. And it was right underneath the giant Ferris wheel at the Louvre. So like the whole time you could look up and see the huge Ferris wheel. (laughs) Oh, my God. I that is just so amazing. I still can't believe we got to experience that. Such a great time. We need to go. um, If we go back for Christmas, we need to go to the other Christmas markets, because while we were there, we looked it up and there was like five big ones so many oh, I feel like they were all at the major like at the major landmarks that they have yeah yeah I believe that's true they just had them set up at yeah like you said the major landmarks it was so much fun I loved the Chris I and now every time I plan a trip I'm gonna look for Christmas markets like it's <laughs> I'm like, it's I like have to you have to you have to it's such a cool experience. And it was really cool to see like their culture's version of a Christmas market. Yeah. I wish we did that here. I mean, I, th- I think they do in bigger cities like Seattle, um, things like that. I know they do. New York does for sure. I've seen one in New York, but in not Oklahoma. to the, not to the caliber <laughs> that they do in Paris. No, absolutely not. But so then we leave the Christmas market. And so we kind of just get back. At this point, we're literally exhausted. <laughs> we're pooped. Like it's nightfall. It's getting even colder. It's starting to sprinkle. Yes, it was starting to rain. Oh, we went to the, the little cafe over by the Louvre. Oh, right. Because we really had to go to the bathroom. And yes, that was the closest p- one. We had to pee and we asked them to use the bathroom. And everybody was like, no, we don't have one. You have to go down the street to the cafe. So we go into this cafe and we get, I got a macaroon while I was there. I think I got like a pistachio one and a little fruit bar or something like that. The food was so good. It was good. Those sweets were delicious. uh, The pastries everywhere were so (laughs) good. I I can't imagine living there. I would gain so much. Well, I feel like they walk around a lot, but I feel like I would gain so much weight by eating all of the pastries and the breads. (laughs) walking around with a baguette literally so at this point it's getting dark it's starting to sprinkle or rain and we're exhausted so we get back on the hop on hop off bus and we're like well let's just ride around on the bus and see all of the other landmarks until it loops its way back around to the Eiffel Tower where we will get off and go to our hotel so I mean it takes us to the Arc de Triomphe it takes us down to Notre Dame like it took us everywhere and at this point this is this is where the story gets real y'all so (laughs) at this point in time we're exhausted like we're practically drooling on ourselves and both of us had just had these huge coffees from that cafe that we stopped at to use the restroom and I just remember looking over at Kaylin and I'm like I have to pee like like I we we're gonna have to get off of this at the at the Eiffel Tower as quick as we can because I'm gonna pee my pants. And so finally we see the Eiffel Tower and I look at Kaylin and I'm like, just get off, get off the bus. I was like, we'll get off right here. I was like, the hotel's not far, we'll just get off. 
we'll walk to the hotel. So come to find out, I made the mistake and we got off at the wrong stop and we were on the complete opposite side of the Eiffel Tower of where our hotel was. Like five miles away. <laughs> Literally five miles away and both of us were, are doing the pee-pee dance at this point in time <laughs> on the street in Paris because we're about to pee ourselves. And it's not like one of those situations where you could just find a tree or a bush and go for it because it's like a, everybody is out on the streets. It's super busy. <laughs> Everybody's going to dinner. Everybody's out running around and we're near the oh, Eiffel let's Tower. Just know that the streets are in the cement. So yes. you can't just pee on the tree. <laughs> so here we are walking up to restaurants, asking if they have a restroom. Everybody says, no, 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 no public restroom. So finally I find this, it was a newspaper stand, wasn't it? Well, that was after we went to the train station. Do you remember first on the other side? No, I thought the newsstand guy told us to go over because I asked him where a public bathroom was and he told us to go over to the train station. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked to him first and then went across the street because we had to cross this like whole like circle I don't even know. It was like a round, probably it was shouldn't like a, have. It was a huge roundabout. And so here we are dodging cars going around this roundabout. And so we get across the street and we go into this train station. We're like, do you have a restroom? And the guy's like, no, it's it's down the street. He's like, go out the doors and it's right there. He's like, just go out the doors and down the street. You you can't miss it. So Kaylin and I, still doing the PP dance, go out of this <laughs> building and go all the way down the street. And we're like, okay, we don't see anywhere that would have a bathroom. Like, we're like, where, where's the bathroom? And we get to this, like, gas station. Which we walked, like, 10 minutes to get to. Yeah, we did walk a long ways to get to this gas station. We're like, this is the only place that has lights on that looks <laughs> like it would have a bathroom. And so we go in and the guy's like, no, 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 no. Um, there's no public bathroom. You guys missed it. He was like, you have to go back. He's like, it's up the street. You can't miss it. And so I'm like, well, we just came from that way and I didn't see it. And he's like, no, 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 it's outside. I'm like, what? <laughs> and this guy's like, the bathroom is outside. I'm like, you, you mean to tell me that I have to go to the bathroom outside? He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> there's, there's, an, there's a building outside that's a bathroom. So he's trying to tell us that it's like a porta potty, but really fancy. Yeah, basically. And do you have anything to add to the story at this point? Because at this point, we're just, I'm about to pee myself and in the streets of Paris. I'm not going to lie. I thought they were lying to us. Like, I thought oh, they let's were mess too. with them. Like, like, we'll just tell them it's all these different places. Like, I felt like they were all against us. Like, my brain was like, <laughs> they hate you. You're American. You shouldn't be here. Like, they're playing with you. And I was just getting so frustrated because, like, I really had to be and like, I like, unfortunately, I'm not like, I couldn't just whip it out and like go to the bathroom if I like, absolutely, like, I would have to pull my pants down all the way to go to the bathroom. And I was just getting so frustrated. I was like, where is this freaking bathroom? <laughs> so we walk, we, we leave the, the French 7-Eleven, whatever the heck it was. <laughs> And we walk back to the train station and sure enough, right across the street from the train station was this circular building that's a public restroom. all gray restroom. and it matched everything. Like it, nothing stood out. There's no lights. There's no sign. It was literally just, it looked like a giant phone booth, <laughs> like a gray cement phone booth that was a port of like a bathroom, like a public bathroom. And so the backside of it like like in European countries, like in Amsterdam, all that, the urinal for the guys is just like out in the public. Like you just go behind this little wall and you use the restroom. And so I, I go on the urinal side and Kaylin goes inside the door. Try to describe it, Kaylin. I can't, because I was, I was over on the urinal side. I didn't really pay attention to what the actual bathroom side looked like. Like at first, I thought I had to go in the same side that you were in. Like I was like, Okay, because when I was in Asia, that's how it was. Like, you know, you just, you know, pop a squat. Like, that's how you do it. And then, right. so I was like, okay, I guess I'll have to do that. It's whatever. With this super long coat I have. But you're like, no, no, your yours is on the other side. And I was like, oh, okay. 
So I go around to the other side and it's like, like a half circle door and you push a button to open it. So I'm pushing the button like frantically because I'm like literally about to piss myself. Like <laughs> at this point, like you're at the bathroom and you just can't hold it anymore. So I'm like frantically pushing this button. The door opens and it's like the holy grail. Like it, all this light just comes out. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, ah. And I'm like, holy shit. We just found the bathroom. I cannot believe it. And I walk inside. I hang my stuff up on the, on the hanger. I turn around and the door still open. And I'm like, no way, this is not happening. And I'm, my legs are literally crossed and I'm walking like a penguin so I don't pee myself. And I find the button to close the door and I'm pushing it and it's not doing anything. So I tried to like force it shut and it wouldn't work. And I was like, oh my God, like my hands were on my forehead. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And thankfully, at this moment, you walked around the corner and I was like, please stand in front of the door. And you're like, is it not? I was like, please stand in front of the door. <laughs> so here we are, Kaylin's <laughs> literally screaming on the top of her lungs. To the, I, I just remember like, oh, I just used the restroom. So I was good to go. And I just casually stroll around the casually corner. Casually walking as slow as possible. <laughs> And the, I come around the corner on the side of this little circular building and the door's wide open and Kaylin's just screaming, the door won't close, the door won't close. And so my response instantly was like, I just turned around and I, I had on this rain, this huge trench coat because it was raining and I grabbed the coat and I like blocked the door with my body because the door wouldn't close. So Kaylin could go pee. <laughs> It just all of a sudden, I just hear you cackling while you're using the restroom because I'm standing here blocking the door. Now, mind you, this is a busy street. Like there are, so busy. There are crowds of people walking by and this lady comes jogging by and she stops and turns around and she starts laughing and just goes, brava, brava, brava. <laughs> But what makes it even more funny is there was a car driving by. This guy slams, this beautiful Mercedes slams on his brakes, puts, puts his hazards on, parks his car in the middle of the street, gets out and is like, the door won't work. And he's just looking at me I'm like the door is broken. So he freaks out and stands next to me and holds his coat out also to help cover the door. <laughs> oh my god I was so embarrassed because like after I was done he was still there and I was like hi <laughs> <laughs> but he he didn't speak any English he was just like no his, I wish I could describe his facial reaction because his jaw just dropped he was like do you need help like he instantly just like jumped in and helped cover the door and all these people walking by were clapping and laughing and oh my goodness it was so embarrassing <laughs> embarrassing for you yeah well I, I was more embarrassed for you <laughs> oh my gosh part of me was mortified in the moment but afterward I was like honestly I got to go to the bathroom and didn't pee myself so it's fine exactly but the funny thing is is after everything was said and done as we walk away guess what happens the door closes <laughs> <laughs> we walked out <laughs> Oh, I'll never forget the story of peeing in the streets of Paris. <laughs> oh my gosh. Truly mortifying. Uh, but we, we cackled about that for days. Like <laughs> we still laugh about it to this day. Oh my goodness. It is yeah, so it's stupid. definitely one of the best stories. <laughs> so at this point we realized that we're on the wrong side of, okay. And then this is when things get real also because both of our phones die. Oh and my gosh. No, it, we were like, okay, how do we get back? And we pulled it up. And then as we start walking that way, both of our phones died. And we're like, uh, well. So we had, we had a general idea of which direction to walk. So as long as we got onto the right side of the, the correct side of the Eiffel Tower, I was like, I think I know how to get back to the hotel. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Because here it is, it's starting, it was really dark outside. It was probably, oh my goodness, I don't even know what time by then. It was probably like 
almost eight o'clock at night. Like yeah, it was I think late. it was about eight. And here we are walking the streets of Paris by ourselves. <laughs> and it's and it's raining. And all of these shops are closing and everything. So there wasn't really a place for us to ask where our hotel was. <laughs> and so we're just wandering. Like at this point, we're just like, you know what? We're gonna have to, we're gonna end up being homeless. Like we don't know where to go. <laughs> And then I, for, I don't know how we found our hotel, but we did eventually. Because once we got to the Eiffel Tower, like on the right side, we started walking and we're like, oh yeah, it's definitely on this corner. And we get to the corner, we're like, um, no. <laughs> well, they must have moved the hotel because it was right here. Yeah, I think it's just one more down. No, it wasn't no. one more down. It was like seven more down. <laughs> But we finally get back to the hotel and we're at this point, the lady, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like when we walked in, the lady was just like, are you guys okay? Like, <laughs> because we were shivering cold. Our hair was a hot mess. Like it looked like we, it looked like we had been jumped. Like we looked horrible. Well that, and we'd been gone the whole day. Yeah, that's true. She was like, uh, we still have your luggage. I'm like, well, I hope so. We haven't been back yet. <laughs> So at that point, we finally get into our hotel room, which by the way, was a beautiful hotel room. It was truly gorgeous. I, I think the thing I loved the most was the bathroom. Like the bathroom on that hotel room is huge. It was a whole, it had a, a, a like a seated area. Like there was chairs <laughs> and in the bathroom. It was such a nice bathroom. It was a nice bathroom. Except so, for the shower. Okay, yeah, the shower did suck. So the, the bathtub on the shower, it was a bathtub shower combo thing. And the tub was probably up, now mind you, I'm six foot three and the tub was up to like at least my hip. Like it was such a high tub. So you had to like send in a search rescue party to get over the top <laughs> of the tub. And poor Kaylin, Kaylin, how tall are you? I'm 4'11". <laughs> yeah, so I can only imagine watching you try to climb into that bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, was on my tippy toes and definitely like had to straddle the side of the, the tub to get it. <laughs> but we both decided we hated that shower while in Paris because it was confusing and we didn't know how to work it. And... <laughs> And the water was everywhere. Like there was no way to contain the water in the bathtub because the little half wall situation was not very useful. So the shower was a hot mess. But at this point in time, we would take whatever we could get because it had been days since we had showered. <laughs> and we were ready to, to just change our clothes and at least to warm up because it was so cold. But... And then after that, we just went and got dinner. I mean, we pretty much just ran down the street to this little restaurant. I can't remember what you had or what I had. Um, I had the roast with potatoes and carrots. And oh, you yeah. had some like, oh, that macaroni you had was so oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I was I like, had the can pasta. I have another bite? <laughs> <laughs> I did have the macaroni and cheese. It was so good. Oh, it was delicious. So at that point, then we go back to the hotel. And at this point, I'm exhausted. So I pass out. And <laughs> we put on some French soap opera. And so <laughs> I, I mentioned to Kaylin that I'm a sleepwalker. So no, I don't think you did till afterward. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let you tell this portion. <laughs> so we're laying in bed. And we have this huge, like, king-size bed. It's so big. Like, we're both on each side, and there's still, like, oh, room for maybe one or two more people, like, in between us. So Jeremy is, like, laying on the other side, like, facing away from me, and I'm face facing his back. And I'm just on my phone. The TV's on. The light's still on. Because we were, like, chit-chatting back and forth. And then all of a sudden... The, he just makes this fast movement, turns around and looks at me wide-eyed, <laughs> no words, and I'm just sitting there with my phone in my hands, and I'm like, 
did I do something like was I too loud or and then just slowly (laughs) rolls back over and I'm like okay that was weird (laughs) and at first I was like am I losing my mind because like we both hadn't slept and I'm just like maybe it's just like my head like it, it wasn't really real no does it again like has eyes wide open like 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 you'd seen a ghost like your eyes were seriously like a whole circle and it's like I was like uh are you good and you just roll back over and I'm like okay this is like I'm getting kind of scared because I'm like like is he okay like why is he doing that and then you do it again but this time you're like you roll over and you say, are you going to sleep? And I was like, are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I'm talking to you. And I was like, okay. Cause you kind of like, like rolled over a few times and looked at me and I wasn't sure if you were awake or not. And you're like, I just woke up. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, I'm pretty sure that's when I explained that I was a sleepwalker. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> I probably should have mentioned that ahead of time. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Sorry to scare you. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then we we stay the night, we sleep, we wake up, and we're like, okay, let's Let's go on. Let's see what else we can do today. So well, let's really, not forget that you also wanted to get your tattoo. Yes, yes, yes. So it like was, that was something you really wanted to do. Yeah. My number one on this trip to Paris was I wanted to get a tattoo while in Paris. And so the whole time we were like looking for tattoo shops and all this stuff. And so we the day kind of got away from us because we were going to get it when we first got there. Um, but we got distracted. And so by the time we got back to the hotel and all this stuff, it was too late. Everybody was already closed and nobody had any appointments available, yada, yada, yada. So I was kind of stressing out because I was like, man, I really want to get this tattoo while I'm here. So I was researching all this stuff. And finally I found somebody that could do it the next day at like, I, I want to say it was like 1130 or 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was really close to the time that we needed to like be leaving to the airport. Our- yeah, our flight was like at one o'clock, I think, mm-hmm. or a twelve forty-five or something like that. Yeah. And so we get up, and I was like, "Okay, well, we'll eat breakfast here in the hotel because the breakfast was included in the room." Mm-hmm. And we met the sweetest little French lady. That oh. she was so nice. She made. Our I breakfast wish she for was us. my grandmother. <laughs> Honestly, she was the coolest. I just love that we had asked her questions, and she would just look at us. She's like, "I don't understand what you're saying." <laughs> But she tried, you know, and we oh. tried too. And her her English was really good, honestly. I and I, I told her I was when like, you told her, yeah. I was just like, I think your English is really good, and she was just like blown away. She was like, "Thank you so much." You were so sweet. But we had the cutest little breakfast with all of our little sausage and yogurts and things. It was a good breakfast. It was so good. And I wanted to eat more, but I was like, okay, I don't want to be like the stereotypical American here. (laughs) (laughs) And so then we, we asked her, the lady that was making our breakfast, we asked her if there was any good bakeries nearby and she didn't understand what a bakery was like the English word bakery. So we had to like start listing things for like pastries, bread, (laughs) um, donuts, And she was like, oh, go up the street, up the street. So Kaylin and I go on this adventure up the street and we pass like this beautiful flower shop. Like there was this gorgeous. Tell them about the chocolate shop that you went in with the macaroons that had like the chocolate shoe and like, oh my goodness, the best macaroons in the world. Okay, so we walked in. Well, we looked in the window first when like we passed it first and then we walked back towards it. I was like, okay, I'm definitely stopping here. And I walk, we walk in and there's just like rows and rows of macaroons and all the chocolate treats and everything. Like it's a true chocolatier. And it was just, it smelled so good. Like just like hugged your nose basically. Oh, and the macaroons were so delicious, which I'm very proud of myself that I didn't eat until I got back to Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would have devoured those in a heartbeat. Oh, they were so good. I just but think it's they funny. Were so delicious. 
when we walked into the chocolatier, he literally was like, are you taking pictures? Or are you going to buy something? Yeah. <laughs> we were like, oh, we're going to buy something. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, what would you like? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> Instantly <Okay>. so nice. <laughs> Which so we, I, I understand, you know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's like their art. Like they do that all day long. So I'm sure they get annoyed with people taking pictures. And so we leave the little chocolatier, you get your macaroons and we walk back towards the hotel and there's a bakery. And so I was like, okay, listen, we have to be cliche and get a baguette before we leave. <laughs> and so both of us go in and we're just like, I'll take one baguette, please. <laughs> and so for no reason, here we are going back to our hotel with our hands full of macaroons and a baguette under our arm. <laughs> and we shove the baguette and everything in our suitcases. And finally we're like, okay, so we timed it out almost perfectly. And I was communicating with the tattoo artist where I was like, okay, I can go in. They were gonna open the tattoo place early for me to get my tattoo. And then we were gonna leave the tattoo place and go directly to the airport and get on the plane. Like it was bam, 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 bam. And so we get to the tattoo parlor and this guy, he was, where was he from? He, I thought he was from like- uh, uh, Guatemala. Guatemala, yeah super cool very quiet like hardly said anything but did like the most clean beautiful tattoo that I've seen in a long time and it it was really simple it's just I will always love you in French on my ribs but he I think he did it in like what 10 minutes 20 minutes yeah it was so fast we were only there for maybe 30 minutes tops and the owner of it was super cool. They were super nice and so in and out. So if you if you want a tattoo recommendation, I'm sure I have his card somewhere. But if you're ever in Paris and want a tattoo, I, I definitely want to go back to him. Like if I get another oh, tattoo yes. in Paris, he's definitely yeah. like top of my list because he was so cool. So we leave, we get a taxi from the tattoo parlor directly to the airport and we're cutting it like super close. <laughs> We, I want to say we got there maybe an hour and 15 minutes before our flight. And for international flights, they recommend like two to three hours. So we were pushing yeah, definitely it. Definitely don't recommend being there only an hour before your flight. Definitely do not recommend it because we got stuck in security and going oh through my took forever. Oh my goodness. Cause they only had like two stations open. I remember people were trying to cut in line. They're like, I'm going to miss my flight. And I was like, we're going to miss our flight too. That's not how this works. <laughs> But we finally get through security after being harassed by the police. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they make us take all of our things out of our suitcase, which I don't know how they let us leave with the baguette. That's what I'm still confused by. They let I us take know. food. I don't know. I don't know, if that, I don't know if that was legal or not, but we did it. <laughs> well, they let us, so. That's true. They did. And I told them I had it, so I declared it. Yeah, they, I mean, they could definitely see it in the x-ray too. He's just right on top. <laughs> <laughs> but so we finally get on the airplane to come home. And at this point in time, we are exhausted. Literally so pooped. We, I mean, we slept most of the flight on the way home. And it was yeah. nice. It was nice because on the way back, we had a road to ourselves in premium select. And so it was you on the aisle. We had a seat empty in the middle and I was on the aisle on the other side. And so we kind of just like camped out on this whole row. We made ourselves at home. We had our blankets. <laughs> um, I, I want to say we slept the first like good six hours of the flight. We definitely did. We were dead. And then on the second half, I mean, we pretty much just played cards the rest of the way. Yeah. Watch movies. Yeah. Ate lots of snacks. Oh my goodness. We ate so much food on that plane. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And then we made it home. When did we, we to... get back? Oh, we were on the very last flight of the night. Back. Yeah, we got back into Oklahoma City at like midnight. Mm. And then we worked the next day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my goodness, it was so much fun. Literally was, the best trip. What do you think was like your most favorite part of the trip? my most favorite there's obviously so many parts of it that I like love so much that I would tell over and over for the rest of my life but one moment where I just like 
honestly could have like cried because it was so amazing was when we got to watch the Eiffel Tower spark like sparkle oh yeah at night yeah I was just like holy cow like I don't know just seeing it so up close yeah sparkling like that was just so it sounds so cliche too but it's so like amazing like that was the coolest thing ever but I also think uh, something that I I cherish and I think this is cheesy and emotional but I really think our friendship went to a whole nother level on this trip like it really did and the crazy thing is is like we didn't know each other very well before we really didn't we kind of were just like let's just go and fight figure it out I was like either we're gonna love each other or hate each other after this seriously and everyone was joking with us like oh we'll see how much you like each other when you get back and never since then we've been inseparable so (laughs) exactly I feel like it and I feel like we traveled so well together because we're both so chill we're like yeah we can do that whatever like (laughs) that's that's fine with me we can do that and I feel like both of us are just so flexible that we got along so well while we were there yeah I agree we are the perfect pair the perfect duo (laughs) but anything else you want to add about our crazy trip to Paris uh, no, but I would totally recommend taking trips on the fly. Like, just do it. Oh, absolutely. Try it. The best thing is, like, try not to have a set plan either. Like, just have, like, bullet points of things you want to do. But, I mean, we went without a game plan. Like, we kind of just went and we had an idea of what we wanted to do, but we didn't really set it out. And I think that's what made it fun is we kind of just adventured. It was so amazing. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Absolutely. But, well, Kaylin, thank you so much for joining the podcast. This was super fun. And I'm, it was such a good time to go down memory lane of our trip to Paris. It made my heart yeah. happy. Me too. Thank you. It makes, it makes me kind of sad because now I want to go back. Well, <laughs> let's go. Listen, I'm off next tomorrow. week. So don't play with me. No, I, well, I, <laughs> I technically could go tomorrow if you wanted to. <laughs> I mean, we're both off. No, we need to go to Amsterdam next. Okay, Amsterdam's next. Yes, we're going to Amsterdam next. <clears throat> but in the meantime, thank you so much for joining the lo- the podcast. I'm so glad that you took time out of your day to join us. And I can't wait to share this story with every all of the listeners. I'm sure everyone's going to have a good time listening to this. But I love you with my whole heart. Thank you so much for being here. And I hope you have a great day. Love you. Love you. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Ciao.